Good morning. You listen to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Farr. This morning, my guest is Tommy Bueller, the Vice President of Business Development with the Dixie Group. Tommy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Kim. Thank you. Good morning to you. We did an interview back in early December, which was you know just prior to what we call the winter selling season. And now, with heavy ha- happening last week, we're kind of on the other end of it. So I thought it'd be a great time to catch up with you. Most people know your background. You got started a long time ago with the May Company, and you spent some time with Baker Brothers, but you spent most of your career as a coach with DuPont, which ultimately turned into Invista. And now you've been at Dixie for a couple of years doing that same role. What are you hearing out there as you go to all these shows and you interact with the dealers that are focused in the retail business? What I'm doing here is that the last quarter of 22 and the first quarter, uh, there, there is a bit of a slowdown. Yeah. Retail sales professionals or RSAs, they're tired. Many dealers have not made any plans to manage the slowdown. So, yes, there is a little bit of a slowdown, but there's a great opportunity for the best retailers to always gain market share. Right. So if you're well-trained, which now is a great time to be training, instead of just being a salesperson, you're a sales professional, and you can overcome some of these obstacles, right? You can. As a matter of fact, I say that every single day, good retailers and good RSAs or RSPs, they work hard to maintain their market share. But the great retailers and RSPs, they work actually very hard to grow the business. We truly have a choice to participate in the slowdown or not. And you know my philosophy, I refuse to participate. And that is what I personally preach. You have to do the work. And I'm personally coaching how not to participate in this post uh, downturn. And as an example, Kim, let's say there's a 10% downturn. All you have to do is learn and develop the skills to sell 10% better products. If you keep practicing selling cheap products, the lowest product, you will be an expert on that. Be the expert on selling it to today's consumer the way they want to be sold. It's a given. We're both agreeing that the consumer is slowing down and uh, they need some convincing. If you start thinking about your smartest investment, most of the consumers out there realize that their home is their wisest investment. So uh, I guess part of the, the pitch or the message is to say, use consumer financing or whatever, but now is a perfect time to continue to enhance your largest investment, right? It is. I think the data I read, over 40% of the American homes are paid off. So people want to stay in their home, their neighborhood, and they actually want to upgrade. And I call flooring is like the fashion on the fifth wall. The more you sell with excitement, with exuberance, kind of more you sell to the right side of the brain that is emotional, the better products you sell. And people want to buy better products. RSAs, RSPs, they have to learn the art. They have to be comfortable selling better products. Why is it do you think the RSP has a tendency to downsell, to, to go to the cheaper product? They, they think that'd be easier to sell, right? We make assumptions. My favorite thing is assumption is as wrong as it is right. So when you assume, oh, they're not going to pay, oh, they're not going to buy, then you work hard to make it happen. Many times... The selling the cheapest product is not in the best interest of the customer, the manufacturer, as well as the retailer, and the sales salespeople also, because I call it right selling. 
We have to understand customers' needs, wants, and values. Today's customers say, don't upsell me, don't downsell me, right sell me. That's the that's teachings and preachings uh, camp I do. Customers are choosing better products as well as they're very comfortable with technology, shopping online, and they want a better experience. See, nobody goes to a store saying, I want to spend $15,000 and I want to buy the cheapest, the worst product. They all want to buy the best. As a salesperson, as a specialist, we must find what is that right product is, what is the best product for each customer. So when the retail salesperson loses the sale, do you have any <clears throat> idea on what, what's most likely to, to cause the consumer to walk away? Yes. As a matter of fact, I talked about top five qualifying questions and top five mistakes to avoid in my trainings, in my sessions or so. Many things happen. One, the salesperson took the customer to the product too soon, or they did not build a trust, or they quite tenderly, they were showing the cheapest product, uh, thinking that it will be the best seller, but it doesn't meet what the customer saw. Close the sale before you start the sale, i.e. qualify the customer, avoid those mistakes, know what it is there. Get excited about showing the best product because you can always go downhill. Going downhill is yeah. much easier. And then how to handle the price objection, the color objection, the style objection, and other objection. But more importantly, Kim, if people use the right selling, partnering with the customer, there'll be fewer objection. I know so many people who actually end up selling better, they sell twice as much. And you mentioned before the financing. A lot of the people bring financing on the back end, when you bring financing on the back end, you're literally insulting me. You're saying, Tommy, you're so poor. You should have never come to our store. We feel terrible about your poverty, and we're going to let you pay in 12 months or 24 months. Why not bring that on the front end? So there's a whole teachings of how to offer financing. Uh, that's a very important part. Now, I know recently I've tried to get in touch with you last week, but you were conducting some coaching and training with Nebraska Furniture Mart. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. It was truly a great privilege for me to visit their Des Moines, Kansas City, and Omaha location, and I'm really excited to go to the Dallas location also. Nebraska Furniture Mart is one of our largest and greatest premier flooring center partner for the Dixie Group. The most important thing I want to share with your listeners is that their leadership, they understand the importance of giving people skill and sales skills. Product skills are always there. So I had a great uh, opportunity to interact with probably 80 plus salespeople. A lot of the managers were there, leaders were there. Mr. David Chambers uh, attended one full session and a little bit of the second one. Because see, when the leaders join, their teams know it is important and they can reinforce those things. So going forward, we talked about the qualifying uh, questions, what had changed in follow-up and follow-through. That had changed quite dramatically, and it was extremely well-received. Everybody got some practical tools out of it. You mentioned David Chambers. Uh, he, he's so bold about their ability to close the consumer that in one location, he's allowed Floor and Decor to put up a store in his parking lot. <laughs> That's pretty bold, isn't it? It is. Well, see, the thing is, uh, those are the any any competition who advertises, they kind of create a buzz and more people get excited. More people are excited, the more people will come to your store. You have to have that confidence. You have to have that enthusiasm and exuberance, how to close a sale, and more importantly, how to make a customer for life, how to make an ambassador who sells for you.
Isn't one key part of it also is to make sure they understand you're customizing or tailoring an offering that's specific to their needs, right? Every single customer has unique needs. You cannot treat every customer showing the same product, same way. So that happens when the salesperson does not rush to show the product and they qualify the customer. It takes less than three to five minutes and customers actually want to be qualified. Kempit is like going to a doctor. You cannot go to the doctor and expect the prescription is there. Doctor asks you, what's wrong with you? Where do you hurt? What's going on? And then they write the prescription. So flooring sales professionals need to be doctor of sales. They need to ask questions, qualify, and then show the product, and then do a better job on follow-up and follow-through. Those are the teachings I do, and I'm very proud and privileged to have this platform with the Dixie Group to do that. Okay, Tommy. Well, thanks uh, for giving our listeners a little bit more coaching on uh, what needs to happen right now, obviously spending some time training their retail sales professionals. Again, been talking to Tommy Bueller, the Vice President of Business Development with the Dixie Group, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloorDaily.net.